Blog Talk Radio. It's Cannon Baby coming with the heat. Got indie fire playing in my speakers. Nakira the host, girl in motion, all the way lit, airway smoking. Get called in, this phone lines open. Rock is hot like we're cooking a roast. Indie fire the goat, don't ask who the competition is, cause they're standing alone. Topic, when you listening here, you always get what you want. Interviews, artists, songwriters, authors, and entrepreneurs. Chopping it up with powerful icons who make her influence. Who keep it hotter, this is Indie Fire. Blazing on yourself, tune in and catch the heat. It don't even matter where you at. Entertainment, news, and daily inspiration for everyone. Yeah, holy moly, this day got Nakia in my sleepers. Girl in motion, get on your feet. Indie fire, blazing, please keep it coming every week. We too strong, we defeat the week. Cannon, baby, super sweet. We keep it turning to the T. It's too high. A fireman can't put it out because it's too high. Indie fire. Mondays, not the good Mondays, but the bad Mondays, like, I don't know what's going on, guys, I wish we could have, like, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, Thursday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, maybe, is that even seven days, I I don't know, I, I don't, I can't get with Mondays and like Wednesdays and my Sundays are even bad now. I I don't know. Monday just <laughs> that's how I feel right now. Like today was just huh? Yeah. Look, let me tell you. Let me let me let me let me back up just a little bit. I couldn't even get in good with my you know clearing my headspace and make sure that my workspace was you know like it needed to be because. Guys, I have these, I have these, these team members that are in South Africa that are driving me batshit crazy. You just, you don't get it. You don't get it. And before we can let them go, other team members have to be trained. And it's like a whole process. Like it's a month-long process before new team members can be trained to get the bad apples out of the way. And bad apples, they think they're doing so good and Oh, my God. Like, I need a therapist so I could just talk to them and just tell them how bad. And you guys are, like, really therapy for me. But I know you get sick of me telling you how bad my Mondays are. And Tuesday, they don't even get any better. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I'm over it. I'm over it. So what we're, what we're doing around here is, I don't know, maybe somebody else can help me. Maybe, maybe 
I could talk to Saint. Saint, if you're listening, I need your input on this, all right? I don't know if anybody else hears this, but we have a glitch. And uh, shout out to the artist, Saino, who told me what I needed to do, and we did that. And But it's not working. I still hear this little hiccup. I don't know what's going on. Um, maybe I need to go back to the artist and, and have him to um, send me the original um, stem because something's going on. We got a little hiccup. Um, I, maybe I'll talk to, maybe you can talk to them and find out what's going on. Um, because I was going to do it, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get into a little mixing and mastering myself, you know, behind the scenes. And um, another artist told me what, maybe because he does a little producing, he told me what I can go and try, but it didn't work. Can you guys hear what the hiccup is in the intro? I won't tell you where it is. Listen, listen for it tomorrow night. If you can catch it, we'll do something special for you. I don't know what we'll do. Maybe a gift card. I don't know. You can catch. You got to catch it, though. I'm not going to tell you where it is in the song. Listen for it, all right? Um, and if you find it, tell me what you think I can do, because I've tried um, a different format of the intro, but this is the first time we played it that way, and it actually did something else. I heard something else that it did. Um, so I don't know. We. I don't know. I haven't exhausted all my measures, but let me know. But I want to know what you did this weekend so I can quickly shout you out, all right? So very quickly, send me a quick text text message and let me know what you did this weekend. Uh, Coming up the remainder of this week, tomorrow night, we have hip-hop artist Jerusalem out of upstate New York. Super excited to have him back here with us. We haven't spoken to Jerusalem in probably three years. I think he was like 13 when he was here last. I think he's like 17 now, so three and a half years, maybe. I remember I talked about how, you know, when we had him here last, he was uh, on that track champion. Um, Very, you know, very, he's an amazing lyricist, um, but just very laid back and on the, you know, he rapped on the level of a 13-year-old. 17 now, all of his lyrics, every other word's a curse word. Nikia has a problem with that. Because Nikia knew him as a 13-year-old. And now, you know, um, yeah. So we're going to jump into that very heavy tomorrow night. Um, the one thing that I will say is that, you know, how you have these artists that talk about uh, what they see um, and not necessarily what they have lived and what they've experienced. And the one thing I can say about Jerusalem, living in um, New York, he's a product of his environment. So I, I'm grateful um, for that, that he's talking about, you know, real-life experiences. But um, just because, you know, I knew him when he was an innocent child, and now he's, you know, this, this young man, uh, this very explicit-sounding artist, you know, I got a problem with that. But nevertheless, we'll have him here tomorrow night, 6.30 p.m. No, is it Jerusalem tomorrow? Oh, my gosh. No, no. Thank you for telling me that, Jerusalem's next week. I've been talking to his manager. Ah, Jerusalem's next week. Vega is here. I know he was in New York either way. Yes, Vega, Bronx rap (laughs) spoken word artist Vega is here tomorrow night. Yes, but we did have Vega here three years ago. All right. This world, Vega, is back here tomorrow night. Yes, Jerusalem's next Tuesday. Got it. Thank you. I'm so sorry. You put the calendar in front of my face. I would know. 
I and then on Thursday night we have international fine artist and celebrity photographer Dion Renee is here with us. Yes, you guys heard me mention um, one of three artists who have their um, work chosen. Um, <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you. I'm getting messages coming in <laughs> from Vega now. Me, not him. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. Um, yes, uh, Dion Renee, one of three artists selected to have their art displayed in the movie The Woman King, which I still haven't seen. Yes, she will be here with us on this coming Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, hailing from uh, Philadelphia. Yes. Then on next week, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on Monday, multi-award-winning international Christian hip-hop artist William T. Stars will be here with us on Monday. That's enough. I don't want to overload your brain, all right? So if you can't make them all, please, please, please do not miss them all. Remember, our all shows, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5.30 if you're in the Central, 4.30 in the Mountain, 3.30 p.m. if you're on the West Coast. All right? Got it? Good. Super excited to have my guest here with me this evening, Southern Soul artist, DJ Teddy Bear, is with us tonight. DJ Teddy Bear is a Southern Soul from South Georgia. Living up to his name by delivering high-energy performances that leave the crowds breathless and wanting more. DJ Teddy Bear was born into a musically inclined family to where relatives play several instruments. Bloodline-driven, naturally, DJ Teddy Bear discovered his love of music at a youthful age and also became an exceptional drummer. By the time he was in high school, he was frequently winning local competitions as an avid dancer, even forming his own group called Fresh Rockers, a breakdancing crew. Through the spirit of charity and service, he enlisted into the military where he traveled the world. As it was during those times, DJ Teddy Bear began increasingly or became increasingly involved with DJing and beginning his career playing at small family functions. To his name, he also continued to put smiles on faces with his contagious kindness by visiting and sometimes volunteering, giving back through functions as well as homeless shelters and orphanages. DJ Teddy Bear's latest musical journey brings out the deep emotional sounds with inherited talent and his touch of Southern soul. Having performed hundreds of shows within different levels of entertainment, his repertoire now includes his very own single, Southern Soul Dance. Mixing classic and familiar vibes that are presented in fresh new ways intertwined with his Southern soulful style. The new single, Southern Soul Dance, has definitely become the new theme song for soulful parties everywhere. You can hear the influences of blues, Southern Soul, 80s hip-hop, and down-south bass music in his songs, trailblazing a new hip-hop sound and Southern Soul that marries the essence of blues that Southern Soul fans know and love with a slight twist that brings new listeners to Southern Soul. Southern Soul Dance is an exceptional display of catchy storytelling over a hypnotic blues dance beat. This song literally makes you want to dance, dance, dance. 
Angie Fire listening audience, I present to you this evening my very special guest, Southern Soul artist, DJ Teddy Bear. Good evening, everyone. How are you this evening? I'm doing excellent, and thank you for having me on here. You are so very welcome. You are so very welcome. I want to say thank you so much for joining me this evening. You could have been anywhere, but you're here with myself and my listening audience, giving so freely of yourself and your time. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us here this evening. This evening. <laughs> so let's jump right into this. Now, I know that your bio states that, you know, you you started all of this at a very, very young age, um, you know, starting as, as a drummer. Um, but let's back up, you know, just a little bit and give the listening audience just a little bit more of your musical background. Question that I ask all of my artists, you know, um, I know for me as an artist, I was drugged to church. I come from a musical background. All of my family still sings, you know, in the church. I'm kind of like the only one who stepped out into the secular world. You know, I'm, I'm very rebellious, you know. Um, every one of my family is a minister. They all preach, you know what I'm saying? And they look at me like I'm the black sheep. I really am. Um, but what was it like? Um, were you drugged to church, you know? Um, did you start out singing in the choir, you know? Um, how did it all begin for you? Well, actually, I, I love going to church. Um, I'm the youngest of, of the siblings, and so I was under my mom a lot. And, you know, my dad, he went also. So I had no problem with going to church. Um, sometimes I get tired and sleepy. Uh, that was the main thing. Right. <laughs> if the preacher gets long, <laughs> yeah, the preacher gets long. Right. It, hey, I, I'm over there trying to find some candy or something. But <clears throat> I had right. a real good time in church. Um, I think it helped build my character, who I am today. Um, you know, and it also strengthens the family when you know the whole family is doing something. So I didn't have any problem going to church. Um, uh, I was in the choir, but I didn't really sing. I was one of those guys that was up there uh, mouth singing. <laughs> so, you know, we, we we had Kojak, and I think what got me attracted to the choir was, uh, of course, this is old school, so I'm, I'm back in the day where the choir just don't appear on the, on the choir stand. They got to march to the front of the you church march all the way right, up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so... So, so we start out with Rose, and we'll walk, do the, you know, do the two claps to the left and the one clap to the right, right. the pause. Yeah. I, and I think that's what attracted me to that, and I get up there. And um, so now they tell us to sing, so I'm just mouth singing, looking at hoping everybody don't notice I, I'm not singing at all. But uh, I had fun in the choir, and especially on the, uh, on the church bus. So I think that's what attracted me, but I didn't really sing. I just came out to march down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you missing the church bus? Oh, yeah, I had lots of fun on the church bus. I tell you, I'm I'm the rebellious one. I, you know, my mother's um assistant pastor. You know what I'm saying? You know how PKs are. Oh, so yeah, yeah, I'm. Yeah, yeah, I got a lot of fun <laughs> the church bus. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was fun times because. Uh, of course, uh, it was Kojak. Um, so um, we go out to other churches, and then, you know, they invite a guest choir. And so really with a guest choir, other choirs that at that church know that you're coming, and so they're going to be practicing like a couple of days before you come. So 
Even right. though you're singing, you really in a secret battle. It's almost like the five heartbeats right. you grew up in somebody else's church. You better come and turn that thing out because your pastor going to be on that pulpit sitting there nodding his head like, yeah, we got today. Right? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I've been in a lot of church battles. <laughs> but it was fun. It was really fun. <laughs> All right, let's let's jump into um so we got the background guys. We know how we that all started. Um now you went into the military and I know a lot of um thank you for your time in uh the military. Thank you for your service. Let me say that first thank and foremost. Um I know that you. a lot of my friends, I'ma call them friends and associates who have been in the military or still are in the military they have used that time to um, tap into, you know, their musical gifts. They've either, you know, become artists, still are artists, um, have become producers, you know, have become DJs, you know, uh, going from country to country, you know, uh, learning uh, new skills, learning the music of the land. Um, so during your time in the service, you began to DJ. So when you first right. started as DJ, um, what or who were your early passions or influences? Okay. Can I go back just a little bit before I get to that part? Uh, yeah, back so, it um, um, Before I joined the military, um, you know, uh, I was born into a gospel group. And I was the one uh, that was the second string drummer to my brother. My brother's an awesome drummer. And whenever he wasn't there or whatever, they let me play. And after a while, I started playing more and more. And so it was almost like a battle for the drum set. Uh, but um, my, my family, they're all musically inclined. And I love them so much, I'll tell you. It's just pure love. I mean, just me standing back outside the family and looking at them from afar uh, and I realized the type of talent they have is just immeasurable. I mean, they play multiple instruments, uh, write their own songs. Uh, we travel. We was growing up, I was almost like the Partridge family. Uh, all of us pile up in the van, and we'll go to one church, and then we go to this Nate's concert, and, 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 um, and, and that's how um, the family got known. Then later, um, the group made a, uh, a album, um, some records, and it was it, it was going along real good. And as I grew older, uh, that's when hip hop had uh, really hit down in Georgia, at least to my little city that I I can attest to. And that's when I really got uh, involved in um, hip hop. And so I I really love like graffiti. I couldn't grow, couldn't really draw anything, but I could draw something with my little notepad or while I'm in school or whatever. But what really attracted me was the dancing. And so uh, from there, me and my good friend D called him uh, Dynamite, me Dynamite, and uh, we were the basic ones that started the Fresh Rockers. And we'll go around and we'll battle different people and the different clubs and skating rinks, and then next thing you know, it got large and large. Then my brother, my older brother um, that's over in Germany, um, when he was here, you know, growing up, he got us over to larger scale places like on, on the island where we'll dance and perform to different types of audiences. And uh, we won a lot of different trophies from there. And so I started out, like I say, from, from, the, from the gospel group, 
to the dancing and then now uh, joining uh, the military. Before I continue, let me tell everybody, thank you all so much for supporting the military. I tell you, whenever you say um, thank you for your service, that is worth more than money because there's a lot of sacrifice that uh, you don't see that we do um, that, that we don't even speak about. And just to hear somebody say thank you, that's immeasurable. So thank each of you for um, taking your time out to say something nice to um, members of the service. And so as I joined the... the, um, I am a military brat. I was born in Germany. My father was in the Army. I have a son. My oldest son right now is in... um, He's stationed at Fort Benning right now. So, yeah, always got to thank my servicemen and women, always. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Germany because I, I really love Germany because I was in Heidelberg um, and Mannheim and, and Kaiserslautern, and then I had some other family over there. Um, I had a brother over there. I had two brothers and a sister over there, so we didn't even sleep in Germany. We literally didn't sleep in Germany. We had that much fun. It was a lot of work, of course, you know, me with being in the military, but outside that, we had a lot of fun. And over there, uh, me and my, my, one of my sisters, she is an avid, uh, avid um, instrumentalist. Where she played the keys, she was playing uh, different instruments. And over there, that's when we did a show with uh, BB and CC Winers over there. And so we okay. did we did some pretty good shows over there. I, I basically went there for drums, she keys, and you know different things like that. Um, and so uh, as I joined the military, I didn't really start DJing until I was about to get out. I mean, I was. Um, during that time, I met um, a good friend of mine who since passed, DJ Supreme. And DJ Supreme was one of the best DJs I've known. And uh, okay. I go out with him and help him. Then they say, you know, I'm hosting for him. I'm rocking the mic for him. He's like, man, you need to get on these decks. I say, well, I might as well. I don't did everything else. So uh, um, that's when he introduced me to DJ Wizard, who is now my tour DJ. And DJ, okay. man, I want the wizard, man. I was blown away. You really got to listen to Wizard. He's on TikTok everywhere. But uh, when I met them, that's when it solidified. I said, well, let me go and get these decks. And he's like, I got you. So I bought my first deck was an NS7. <laughs> so I bought that deck, and <laughs> I didn't have enough money to buy a whole speaker system. So I bought one speaker. I said, if I could buy one speaker, I'm going to get the biggest speaker I can get. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I bought this this giant Mackie speaker that, like, if you uh, put it out there, it'll cover almost half a football field. And so they started teasing me, called me the one-speaker DJ, but I was rocking that thing. So <laughs> I bought my deck, bought the deck, bought the speaker, and within 15 days I was DJing in the club with no prior um, no prior training. I was learning everything at on the dime, like, between Wizard. And and Supreme, uh, they was uh, training me up as I was doing it, and it, it just became natural. And so I did that, and then uh, for the, about a month, uh, then I jumped into karaoke. So I started doing karaoke. And then uh, after two months, I stopped because the military moved me. And then from there, everything went on the shelf. You know, it was wartime and all that other great stuff. And so um, once I got out, that's when I got back into DJing. And then as I was in DJing, I was listening to all the music on the radio. And it was some good music out there, but it was some kind of stuff that would, uh, you couldn't play around your, you know, 
your kids or your grandma mm-hmm. without blushing or trying to turn it down. Mm-hmm. Even though there's no cuss words in there, it was just the language that was in the song that I thought was right. kind of risque for just a regular radio. And um, from there, that's when I started transitioning very slowly to becoming an artist. Okay, how do you stay up to date with the latest music trends as a DJ? So DJing, I have semi-retired from DJing. Uh, Reason being, um, it takes a lot to be a DJ, and if you're not fully 100% committed to being a DJ, that your skill set will be off and uh, you won't put the best product forward. So it takes a lot to be a DJ. What what I'm saying is if a lot of people outside of being DJs think that you just show up, you pull the music, and you just play the music, but that's not really the case. As a DJ, of course, you're going to read the crowd, but it's the prep time before you actually go DJ. And the prep time is if you got to bring your speakers, you got to make sure your speakers there, your cables, uh, you got to make sure that your computer is working, you don't have to do any updates to the system, make sure that you got the right files. Then you got to go through and separate your music, however you choose to, by either the genre or what's hot now or whatever mood or genre you want to do. So once you do that, do all that, or that gig, that may take about two or three hours prep time. And then once you get there, then you have to set up, then you have to feed the crowd. If you got a client, you got to put it, they won't. But if the, client, if the crowd don't like it, you have to make some adjustments within that to still accommodate uh-huh. the client and let the crowd, you know, kind of feel you. Uh-uh. Never mind. I don't want to be no DJ. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> when, no, no, you know what? Good I life. like playing. Good nah, I'm good. <laughs> you know, on Monday nights, we do New Music Mondays, and that's a 45-minute show, and I play the DJ over here behind the scenes. I'm good doing that. Right. That's all I want to do. Just, right. uh-uh. That's that right there. <laughs> you just explaining all of that, that was exhausting, just you explaining all of that. Like, I have imaginary adult ADHD so my mind just went out the door with you just explaining that. So now I'm good. I don't want to be no DJ. Like, I'm going to mark that off my bucket list tonight. I'm good. I don't want to. Nah, not even for a day. I don't even want to do that for a day. I'm good. I'm good. You know, my next question was going to be, like, what techniques do you do to engage the listeners? Like, you couldn't even engage me with that conversation because – I was just, nope, I was already out the door. You telling me all this, like, two to three hours? No, but I know this. I, I know as a DJ, you do have to have techniques that you use to engage, you know, the listening audience because you, you got to be your own hype man. For one, I know you got to right. do that. You know, you got to be able to move the crowd. Exactly. I know you got to do that. But what other techniques do you have to, you know, use to engage the crowd? <laughs> Salute to all the DJs. Uh, a lot of DJs do this right <laughs> For here. Sure. So, For sure. <laughs> a lot of DJs use this technique of uh, to, if, if you're playing your music and the crowd isn't uh, reacting, uh, you look around the crowd and see who's bobbing their head, and then you try to feed into that. But another way of doing it also is just throw the slide song. Get people with the moving, working together. Uh, and once That's you right. get people moving, working together, then they become as a unit in that club saying, okay, now we're on the dance floor. 
And so they laugh and they're having fun, and then, bam, you hit them with that Nate song. And once you catch that Nate song, it's on and rocking from there. So, like, you know, if you saw a DJing, a, a, a easy way of getting people together is doing whatever the highly fly song is, then you may do another song or you may slide another one in. But the key is don't do too many slide songs back to back. You probably want to do, like, one and a partial of another just to get people moving. And then you started um, you started to mix. But here's the crazy thing. So I, I do a lot of different types of um, parties and events. So I do Bollywood. I do Bollywood music also. And, you know, Bollywood music, Bollywood is basically the Indian version of Hollywood. It's almost like mm-hmm. pop, mm-hmm. like rap for Indian right. people. I do that music. I do traditional German music because I, I spoke, I, I used to speak German, I speak Bishop German. So I do traditional German music. So I did, I did the German fest. Of course, you know, Caribbean music, all those different types of music. And so, you know, within that, uh, it takes a lot of, of understanding human nature. So being a DJ, uh, a lot of DJs don't have good interpersonal skills. But it will it is always better when you have good interpersonal skills and you're a DJ. Hey now, what's good? It's your girl Jana Blackwell, Sea Town Records, Mistress of Soul. And you're on the air with the hottest independent station, Indie Fire, with your host Nakia, giving you that heat right here on the station, bringing you all of the hottest hip hop hits, Indie Fire. Thank you, Jaina. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on Indie Fire with your girl, Nakia, and my very special guest this evening, Southern Soul artist, DJ Teddy Bear. You know what? You've got a, you got a crowd of people over here dying to talk to you. Um, I ain't going to bring everybody in because it's, it's just too many. I can't do that. This hey, is my time, guys. Sorry. I'm going to pull in. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, last four digits, nine nine three eight. I understand we got another DJ on the line. You know, I love DJs. I love DJs because you know that's that's my that's my alter ego. I'm a DJ. I ain't gonna do it. You know, I marked it off my bucket list but in my <laughs> my head. You know, I'm a DJ for real, for real. Uh, last four digits of your number, nine nine three eight, Mr. DJ. Who do we have on the line? <laughs> Yo, we got uh, DJ Leon, man. What's up, brother? Eddie Bear, what's happening, man? DJ, DJ Leon, <laughs> one of the hottest DJs out there, bro. I love you. But how man, DJ Leon go jump up here talking about what's up, brother, and he don't even greet me? Hi, hi DJ Leon, uh, come on. I, I, I apologize. That's a DJ thing. You know, that's a DJ thing, you know. But I, how you doing, too? How you doing as well? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So, so, Definitely so enjoying DJ your show DJ. and your format. Thank yeah, you. I, I, I Thank do a little you. something. I, 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 yeah, I do a little something. I do a little something, but just wanted to uh, shout out, shout out um, DJ Teddy Bear. He's definitely an incredible, incredible DJ and a person. Which, like you said, you know, the person makes the DJ, not the DJ makes the person. And, and this guy, it was like the vibe from day one. You know, since we met. Um, and when I heard his song, you know. We DJs can tell a hot song from the first five seconds. So when I heard, first heard this song, it was like, nah, I'm, I'm putting this in now. 
it was like no question. <laughs> Similar to what Thank we did you. when Thank we got you. Planet Rock. When we got Planet Rock, it Thank was like, you. nah, this, this going in right now. <laughs> wow. And Thank you know, that's the, same, you. that's the same with an A&R. It doesn't take me more than 10 seconds to know if that's going to be a banger or not, if I'm putting it in rotation or not. So the thing about Thank us you. here, we don't listen to the track until our listening audience hears it. So it's going to be a surprise for all of us around here. We haven't heard Southern Soul Dance, but I've wow. read the accolade. So I know we're in for a treat here tonight. I'm ready to play it. You ready to play yes. it? Yes. It's the weekend, baby. All right. Go ahead and introduce your track to the listening audience, and then we'll come back and talk about it. Everybody, this is DJ Teddy Bell. We're on Indie Fire Radio. And today you're about to listen to Southern Soul Dance by DJ Teddy Bear. And remember, every day is the weekend, baby. It's the weekend, baby. Cause the Southern Soul Party don't stop Ain't no party like the Southern Soul Party Cause the Southern Soul Party gonna rock Let's go I stepped in the club like a bull like a pimp All drinks on me, don't spend a cent Like that you ate, I'll pay your rent Put ice on your arm and freeze your wrist I'm a party train, come catch a ride Pockets big enough to fit you all inside Make a drop real low and keep it live Put up two your bubbles, so let's Party don't stop. Ain't 
no party like the Southern Soul Party, cause the Southern Soul Party gonna rock, let's go! The place to party is a hole in the wall, guarantee you'll have a ball, let's go! And then you're live right here on Indie Fire with your girl Nakia and my very special guest, Southern Soul artist DJ Teddy Bear. That right there was Southern Soul Dance. What y'all think about that? Somebody sent me a message and said they already knew I was up in here dancing. And yes, we were. We were up in here dance, 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 dancing. Yo, let me tell you, we make it a habit not to listen to the track in advance because we want to be as surprised. As our listening audience, we're either going to like it, love it, or, you know, we're just going to put it back on the shelf. But, yeah, we love it around here. Thumbs up around here. It's in rotation. And I think my favorite <laughs> line you. is got some glue and thread. We can sew that back in. Yeah, that's got to be my favorite line. Yes, you're going to get up and dance <laughs> and put it all out with <laughs> Seven Soul Dance. Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we love it around thank here. You, yes. Thank you, thank love you, it. thank we you. Love <laughs> <laughs> we love it. We love it. You gonna sweat you. it out? You gonna sweat it out? Yes. You I got sweat some it blue out. and some thread. I can sew it back. You got some blue <laughs> and some thread, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> so let's back it up just a little bit. Let's talk about you know the creative process for um, writing Southern Soul Dance. We understand that that is your first. Single, um, big up yes, to you. Uh, oh, so thank you for that right there. Thank you, because um, we needed that. You know, that is um, something to bring us all together, get us all on the dance floor dancing. Um, a little bit of humor in the song as well. Um, but thank you. You know, when you put out your first single, that's big. I remember when I released my first single. I did it, you know, because somebody forced me to do it. I wasn't happy with it, you know. And then the second one, I wasn't happy mm. with that either. You know, when I put my EP okay. out, I was just like, oh, you know what I'm saying? And now okay, okay. I want to go back and have everything mixed and mastered because um, yes, I feel yes. like, you know, I'm ready to have everything and, and do things the correct way. But, you know, when you have people people to speak as positive as DJ Leon just talked about, you know, your first single, that's big. Um, so I know there, you know, you have to have a moment where you just, oh, a huge sigh of relief. So thank you. I'm sorry, a huge sigh yes. of relief. Um, thank you, um, because we needed that track, Southern Soul Dance. And as, as much time as I'm spending around all of these Southern Soul blues, um, new country soul, um, trail ride and blues artists, as, you know, someone that's from New York, I feel like I'm I'm blending right in with you guys and your music now because it's, it's becoming a part of And I think, I think that's it. what it's all about. You know, I think that's what the music is really all about, um, bringing all of us all together and uniting us. So thank you for this track. But yes. back to my question, what was your creative process? You know, what was it like when you wrote this song? Okay. A little history on the song. I wrote this song back in 2015. 
So I was working, and I, like I said, I heard the music on the radio. Heard the music on the radio, and I wasn't really happy with some of the stuff on the radio. It's, it's good music out there. I said, I need something for people to move together. And this is my very mm-hmm. first song I ever wrote. I wrote it back in 2015, and then I got busy again. So I never did anything to stay on the shelf. Uh, around 2019, uh, we was doing a showdown, a gospel show, and then we was back in the hotel getting ready for the next day. My producer was with me, and he was running my – he was actually my sound engineer for that show. And so he had his – he's like, hey, you know, Teddy, you do a – Right, a song before he, I was like, yeah. He said but he want to work on the beat. So we was in the hotel. He had his guitar in there, his keys, and and uh, we went through that and we created the beat. 2019, and then again, of course, we got busy again. And then when the, you know the world got affected with everything, everything slowed down. Right. And uh, man, he was just talking on the phone. He was like, man, I made the track. You gonna do anything with it? I was like, you know, I forgot all about the song. So it's like from 2015 to 2019 and then to 2021. And uh, so I was like, well, come on over. So we was in the living room, and I looked at the song, and I adjusted some of the words because I want this song to be timeless. I want this song to have a, a touch of old school, but I wanted to pull the newer people in, like the younger people, and I just didn't want it to just be – uh, for uh, uh, one type of person, I want this to be mm-hmm. like a global song. So no matter what mm-hmm. race you are, you know, so what background, what religion, hear this song, it just makes you happy. Something like how Pharrell did with that song, Happy, when everybody happy. was happy mm-hmm. when they heard that song. I wanted to make a happy song just to bring people together. And I figured that because I'm also a instructor writer by trade, uh, and I do a lot of, I was doing a lot of presentations that I understand that whenever you present something, you have to have the opening, uh, the middle part to keep people uh, attentive to you. Then you have to have a wow moment, and then you have to right. close it out with something good. Right. So that was my process of writing the song. I wrote it like I was doing a PowerPoint presentation because that's what I'd known from the military. And so that was my thought process of writing the song. And then I just sat back and I just related to different things I see with my own social people, people talking about Section 8, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I look at Instagram, I see everybody trying to be a pimp, different stuff like that. And so I said, let me tie all this stuff together, but let me take it back to Southern Soul. And that's why part of the hook said, ain't no party like a Southern Soul party because a Southern Soul party don't stop. And so I want everybody to whenever this song go out, if they never heard something sold before, that would interest that person in this genre. And so it's almost like, hey, I'm going out, and I want to be like the ambassador, not me per se, saying I'm the ambassador of something sold, but I want this song to be part of that ambassadorship to bring new listeners to the genre because it's some real good music in the genre. So that was the yeah. process of me making this song. Okay. All right. I'm going to jump back over here to your lines because I see people calling in, jumping off, jumping back in. Just They're getting a little <laughs> anxious over here. So let me let me grab uh, somebody else yes. right quick. Um, the last four digits of your number, 3158. Who do we have on the yes. line with Kia and DJ Teddy Bear? Yo, yo, this is your... 
world's famous DJ, Grady Baby, your favorite DJ, favorite DJ. Hey, Shout out to Indy Fire Radio and Miss Nikki. Oh, Miss Nikki. Nikki, I wasn't going to call you Miss Nikki. What's going on? DJ Teddy Bear's in the building. I'm sorry, y'all. Just hey. <laughs> How is it going? Wonderful, wonderful. That song right you. there, that, 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 that's a heater right there. Now, I got to ask DJ Teddy Bear. I'm sorry, Miss Nikki. I'm sorry. It's an honor to be on your show today. It's an honor pleasure. Take it away. Show. Go ahead. Go ahead. What you oh, got? I got one. I, I'm, I'm a I'm a fellow um, PK t- uh, kid, um, uh, Army brat. <laughs> but I just I just got to ask the DJ. I know you saw him in the choir because I grew up singing in the choir. How many girlfriends you had singing in the choir, brother? That's all I want to know. <laughs> Your girlfriend I had was my mama's belt. <laughs> Man, I was so busy breakdance, I didn't have time for a girlfriend. <laughs> hey, I guess that's how you learn how to breakdance because of that belt. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, and D- man, it's just an honor to be on here. Go, go ahead, my brother. <laughs> I said, DJ Grady Bailey is an awesome DJ. And uh, and uh, thank you so much for playing my song and inducing the, you know, the world to to the song. Thank you so much. Oh, man, I appreciate you, brother. Anything for you, man. Y'all look out, man. This guy here, man, he got some heat. And I'm definitely, his his song is heard all around the world, man. We did like a Google thing on this song. It, it's everywhere. Germany, everywhere, in different countries. I, I forget how many countries. How many countries is the song playing in? I think I counted about seven, seven or eight, seven or eight. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's been so, yeah. really a blessing. So I'm getting a lot of uh, messages from so many different people in different places, different races. I had several people call me, and um, they got kind of tearful because the song made them so happy that they said they need that song in their life. So they got real tearful about that. So it's been opening me up to meet a lot of people, and I'm a, a personal person. So just somebody just reaching out and just telling me how the song affected them, it means a lot. And that's the whole purpose of this right here. And um, also, I won't, I am in a movement. Uh, I haven't discussed that with anybody, told anybody, just a personal movement of mine that, you know, I want to make sure that we save Southern Soul before it needs saving. That's crazy, ain't mm. it? Save Southern mm. Soul before it needs saving. That means we got to focus on making sure that these artists in are doing good music. We can't let music come in where we disrespect the females, calling them the B words, or talking about fighting and all this other stuff. Southern Soul is one of the last genres that has been untapped, really, by the mainstream. And so once the mainstream see that Southern Soul is really taking off, we haven't got to the point for R&B, but really we have. Just R&B has more money, but we're doing more shows local. R&B do more larger shows, so it seems like they are <laughs> more still more prevalent. But Southern Soul, yeah. you may get like about 50 shows w- within a month within a 100-mile radius of each other. So I'm Southern seeing, Soul is really yeah. taking over. Yes, yes, Southern Soul is a major movement. And so now that Southern Soul is moving, you got a lot of different people from different genres is coming into Southern Soul. But what they're not doing is they're not coming in and understanding the genre that they're in. They're bringing whatever they 
did in their genre to Southern mm-hmm. Soul. Right, so right. you could do that. You could do that. But remember that when you come to Southern Soul, it's about respect. It's about respect. It's about fun. I mean, I mean, you're going to have songs that, you know, that go off by this and that, you know, which is good. You're going to have, you know what I'm saying, the candy liquor song. You're going to have all that stuff. But one thing we don't want in Southern Soul is to start disrespecting our ladies. We can't do that. We got to let these artists know whenever you get a song like that, whenever you disrespect the lady, call her the B word, and I want to shoot somebody, pull out a gun at a Southern Soul trail ride, hey, we can't turn up with that stuff right there. So we got to save Southern Soul before it needs saving. Salute to all the like DJs. That. Salute to all the artists. I like that. All right, well, DJ Grady, baby, I got to let you go. You got some more people right. calling in that want to speak to right. DJ Teddy Bear. But um, right, thank you for having on. me on. I'm trying to get you on the show as well, all right? All right, thanks. Woo-hoo. All right, you have a good night. All right, you too now. All right, let me see here. Last four digits are ending in 3118. Who do we have on the line with Nakia bring and DJ Teddy Bear? Out. Hey. Yolanda Burks. Well, how you doing, Yolanda? Where you calling us from? Atlanta, Georgia. All right, hey, Atlanta Yolanda. is all the house tonight. Hey. Um, I, my question is, who influenced you to write the lyrics? Wow, that's a good question. <laughs> Wow, that's a really good question. Um, I can tell you one influence I did, but not the whole lyrics, but one influence I did have is that, of course, like I told you, I wrote I'm, my writing skills as far as me sitting down, crafting a song, guys, almost like a PowerPoint presentation of where I'm putting it out. And different situations allow me to go into that point where I can do it. But one of my favorite songs is uh, Houdini. Five Minutes of Funk. And once I heard that song, many years ago when it first came out, is that I really, really understood how not just lyrics should be formed, but how you start a song off. And you got to give that song something to catch that person's attention. And mm-hmm. that song, Five Minutes of Funk, it starts off, the party don't start till I walk in. I think that's one of the hardest lines ever in a party song. The party don't start till I walk in. So that really set the uh, the pace for the rest of that song. And so I, I, as I wrote the song, I started thinking, how can I enter this song also? So I looked at it, I played with it a bit, and I came up with, I stepped in the club like a bow-legged pimp. And if that don't get your attention when I first started rapping, <laughs> I don't know what will. I don't know what will. I stepped in the club like a bow-legged pimp. When I say that, everybody's imagination is thinking about a pimp walking into a club. It's got, and, and so when I write these lyrics, I, like, I write it where you can sit back and close your eyes, and I'm telling you a story. So like the first, first, the first, um, first verse, step in the club like a bow-legged pimp, all drinks on me don't spend a cent. Bam. Uh, what you like? You like get free drinks in the club. 
already know that. Right. Like, right. Say, hey, I'll pay your rent. Who don't want free rent? <laughs> put put ice on your arm and freeze your wrist. Everybody that listens to this show right here should be looking at their wrist and they watch and they bracelet. I'm a party train, come catch a ride. That means you finna roll with me now, baby. You rolling with me. You rolling with teddy bears. <laughs> Pockets big enough to fit you all inside. That means you ain't got to pay for nothing. You rolling with DJ Teddy Bear. But while you rolling with DJ Teddy Bear, you're going to drop real low and keep it live. I pulled up to your bumper, so let me ride. If, that ain't a, if, if those lyrics don't catch you when I first open that up, I don't know what will. All right, Miss Yolanda, what do you think? I love it. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. I don't have any more questions for you, but keep up the good work. I love it, I love it. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for calling in. Thank you. Stay safe and continue to enjoy the rest of the show. (laughs) All right. So, so when I finish that right. first rap verse, and, um, I'm sorry, Nikia, go ahead. I need to talk over you. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Hello? Oh, yeah. Okay. So go when ahead. I finish that first rap verse, bam, I got you in that rap verse. Now I got to get you with the singing part. And so the right, best right. way to transition to, from that is I thought about it as so I wrote the verse. I said, I got to do a transition. That's when that. Ooh, baby. That's when that came in. And that's when I say I saw you walk through the door. And so then I'm telling a story through uh, a lyrical way of singing. And then I'm going back and forth. So so that was the inspiration for me doing that song there. All right, we're going to grab one more caller. Uh, last four of your digits, three, one, three, two. You're live on Indie Fire with Nakia and DJ Teddy Bear. Who do we have on the line? Hi, Indie Fire. This is L.A. Styles. Hi, Teddy Bear. Hey, what's that, man? Uh, how I you doing this I'm fine, and how are you? Thanks for having me. I am. Oh, you are so very welcome. Do you have a question? I just... So I just wanted to make a statement. Yeah, maybe a question as well. I just wanted to say I get to work with DJ Teddy Bear at times. I'm one of the stylists for certain people in Atlanta, and I had okay. the privilege of working with uh, Teddy Bear styling at certain awesome. hey. events. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to say, how do you think you will see your music progress within the next year or two? The next year? Uh I, I got another song that I have already made. I'm going to be releasing it very soon. Um, I know my songs and, and the music. I can progress it a little bit faster. Uh, my my challenge that I have, um, also Nakia, is I've been blessed to be the operations director of a audiovisual company, and so that is like a full-time, almost a full-time commitment. So it's just a balance of the two. And I think a lot of artists have that have that blessing of an issue that they they are they have two passions that they love, and they must choose which is going to be the more dominant one. And so, <clears throat> I see it progressing. I got 
that song I wrote my my third song. The fourth song is on the way also. So once I release these songs, then I'm going to be doing adjustments from being uh, 100% or or 90% audiovisual to more of an artist. And so I'm looking forward to doing that also. Okay. And, Keep up the and awesome work. question. Hey, great. Thank you for the great question, and thank you for the style. <laughs> You're welcome. Keep up the good work. Thank you so much for calling thank in. Thank you, baby. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. All right. So, <sighs> in, in your career as as a drummer, as as a dancer, as a DJ, and now as a music artist. Think about the best piece of advice in the business that you have received, that you've actually followed, and the piece of advice that you've been given that you wish you would have followed, but you didn't follow. And tell me both. A good advice I was uh, given to me by uh, DJ Supreme and, and Wizard is being prepared. Being prepared and having a plan to a plan B, and so that came really natural, you know, from my military background. And so that was a good transition, and I'm glad I followed that. And I'm glad it was there to remind me of that also. So that was a good piece of advice. So I can tell everybody, no matter if you're DJing or if you're working a corporate job or or if you're doing entrepreneurship, is always be prepared. And it's not uh, something that you look at broadly. Being prepared means you're looking at the smallest of details. I'm a detail-oriented person. So I look at the very small details and everything, and that's how I do my backwards planning and I plan. Um, advice that was given to me that I didn't follow, that I wish I did follow, honestly, I can't think of anything. Uh, I have a real good discernment of of situations and uh, conversations, and I'm able to listen to a homeless person as well as a millionaire, as well as a, a preacher, as well as a street person. And I have friends in all those areas, and I listen to them intently. And then I take what they have or what they what they do. I look at their success and their failures, and I apply that to me because I'm real on preventative uh, maintenance. So um, I don't think there's any advice that I listened to that was logical that I didn't follow and I regret it. So. I'm just real thankful that I had a great a great team around me when it came to uh, me transitioning to a artist. Uh, you know, I have uh, Paul, the manager, uh, Tracy's other management uh, team is Paul with Touch of Soul Music, Tracy Timeless Event. Those two that they're working together are. I I have nothing but great things to say about them. Then I have DJ Wizard who started out mentoring me and DJing. Um, he is also working with me as far as the tour. Um, then I have Tony, who is uh, he's he's my producer. 
and uh, he, he's Grammy nominated. He has all these accolades. And if, when you listen to that song, anybody listen to the song, keep in mind that this song was recorded in my living room, not a booth, just an open room. That is how skillful Tony is. I mean, he gets flown over the world. And just to have these people with this immense talent to to work and come together in support of what I'm doing, it makes me feel so humble that these people found favor within me that they'll take their time out and allow their talents to be used with me. So I'm I'm just so thankful. Awesome. And I believe that you've answered my final question, which would have been um, for an artist um, who may be listening now or even a future DJ who said to themselves, you know, hey, I have um, what it takes to, or I believe I have what it takes to be, you know, the next Southern Soul artist or the next blues artist or the next DJ. But I'm just lacking, you know, something. Maybe it's... um, a little inspiration, maybe it's that leap of faith. Um, what could he, what piece of advice could DJ Teddy Bear provide to me? Um, and preparation and planning um, is what he did offer to you all. Um, but if you could add any more advice, what would it be to that aspiring artist or DJ? One piece, I got a couple pieces of advice. One piece is don't be above somebody telling you that your music sucks or 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 you need to adjust this in your song or maybe you need to listen and probably, you know, write it a little bit different. Uh, a lot of times, you know, us as artists, we get so caught up within ourselves that uh, we think that everything we do supposed to be good, and if anybody says anything against it, they're a hater. So that's why it makes it difficult for your family and friends to tell you that your music isn't good. They'll just say, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, and then, you know, you're not actually putting forth the product that can actually get you to where you're at. So one thing I tell you is that everybody's not a hater, and to find a good team that understands music understands how people listen to music, and then, you know, from there, use their advice from there. Another thing is make sure that you apply yourself to your craft. Apply yourself to your craft. If you have a dream, follow through your dream, but you got to make sure that you survive as a human being also. So I know a lot of people say they sleep in cars and do this, and that's commendable. But Teddy Bear ain't sleeping in nobody's doggone car. I'm going to be sleeping in my bed. Because I guess if I had to do a nine to five, if I had to do a nine to five, you know, Teddy Bear keep it real with you. If I had to do a nine to five or cussing grass, I'm going to be sleeping in a, in, in a bed and be writing a song in that bed. So, right. you know, just just stay true to yourself. Treat people with kindness. Um, another thing, don't put the pressure of your dreams on your family and friends. That is your dream, not theirs. So don't get mad <laughs> if you say, 
auntie such and such supposed to came to my show and they ain't come here to my show or, or such and such ain't played my song and they supposed to play uh, or, or cousin da-da-da didn't buy my music. That's not their dream. That's your dream. You as an artist should be reaching out to people that you don't know. Don't mm-hmm. put that pressure on your family and friends. Love them from the place of family and friends. And if they like your music, they want to support you, embrace them. If they don't like it, embrace them. Because guess what? Y'all going to be at the Federal Union anyway. <laughs> you're going to be on there eating chicken <laughs> at the Federal Union. So why do you want to put the pressure on everybody else? Uh, another thing. <laughs> Keep your Let drinking. me just pick that off of what you said earlier about, um, you know, your family and your friends. Um, liking your music. First and foremost, don't let your family and your friends listen to your music anyway. If you want, as an A&R speaking, if you want a an honest and truthful opinion of your yes. music, um, truth and honest critique of your music, don't give your music to your family and friends anyway. They're going to thumbs up Thank you, you all day. You. They're going to like your music. They're not going to give you an yes. honest and truthful opinion anyway. So don't give your music yes. to your family and your friends. Don't do that. I, yeah. Because then you wonder why you send your music to um, a station to play, to a record label, and they send your music back to you with this horrible critique. And you're like, wait a minute, but my homeboys yeah. like it. But auntie like mm-hmm. it. That's because you sent it to people who they're basing their, you know, their critique off of familial love. You know, I don't want to hurt right. you. Don't music exactly. to your family and your friends. All right? Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And can I throw this other little part on there? Go ahead. Uh, as you become an artist, and, and as I learned, is that don't over, um, I say don't overexpose yourself. So if you come to a party or an event and you're performing, perform, greet the people, hug them. But don't overexert yourself as far as staying there too long. Get there, get in, get out. Especially if you have an get issue out. with drinking. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you got an issue with, with, with drugs, you probably want to go ahead and visit somebody to help you mitigate that. Reason being is the more money you make, the more access you have to different things. And so right. what you, you want to do is, there you go. And then you as a, each person know what their weaknesses are. So if you have that mm-hmm. situation, it's, it's good to get a life coach in your life or have somebody there to help you say no, have somebody there to help you, because we all go through different things. But just preparing as an artist, as you grow and your music starts going, get more demands, more shows, and then you start really to blow up, all the temptation is <laughs> going to be there. And then you're right. going to really need a life coach to be there to help you navigate through that because if not, you're going to be spending so much money, so much time, and then once everything is over with, you're back at square one again. So Teddy Bear wants the money. Y'all can have the thing. I can give you the money. And that way I can go back and help my community. So if people know me, I love it, but I do a lot of stuff in the community. So if I'm making money, I'm able to help other people. So And, and that's just the way I am. All right. Well, I do want to give you the opportunity now to go ahead and get all of your contact information out for those who may be listening live, uh, for those who may come back and listen to one of the many, many playback shows if they're interested in purchasing your music, purchasing merchandise, 
um, getting you on a tour, having you on their show for an interview, um, whatever the need may be for them to get in contact with you, the floor is now yours to get all of that contact information out. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Indie Fire Radio. Y'all have been awesome. Thank you for your time this evening. Thank you, uh, Nakia. Uh, before I give you my contact information, I'm letting y'all know my next song. I know y'all been waiting for it. If y'all been watching my timeline, I got all these fashion shows going on. This week I got like a four a four day fashion show. But by next week I'll be releasing this next song and trust and believe it's gonna be worth your wait. I promise you. This song is called Southern Soul Twerk. And when I tell you this song right here will be worth your wait, I'm just gonna open up the timeline for you. But to get in contact with me to schedule me for shows, interviews, uh, concerts, uh, go to DJ Teddy Bear, T-E-D-D-I-E-B-E-A-R. <laughs> Come to DJ Teddy Bear on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, go to the inbox there, and then from there, uh, the management team will uh, be able to contact you back, and we can work everything out. Again, uh, thank you for everything. Uh, also, if you need a more of a contact, you want to leave a message, uh, 1-800-667-5613. That's the number you can contact us on, or you can just go to DJ Teddy Bear, DJ T-E-D-D-I-E-B-E-A-R, and then you'll be able to contact us from there. Uh, Southern Soul Twerk will be out shortly, and we're going to really tear this dance floor up. The dance flow belongs to DJ Teddy Bear, baby. It's going to go down. It's going to really go down. Salute to everybody. I love each and one, each and every one of y'all. Y'all be safe out there. And remember to follow me on DJ Teddy Bear on Facebook and Instagram. All right. You heard him. From why you just scared the shit out of me when you roared. Oh, my gosh. You <laughs> Like I thought we had maybe some technical difficulties at the moment. I just thought about it, you know, the teddy bear, he roared. That's that growl, baby. Like, that's he roared. Growl. He growled like a bear. Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Ooh, okay. I'm good, guys. Yes, I'm good. I'm back. I'm back. All right, guys. You make sure that you get in contact with DJ Teddy Bear. Make sure that you follow him. Don't worry. We will have the newest track, Southern Soul Twerk. We'll have it as soon as it drops so that we can get it in rotation here on New Music Monday, all right? Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll get it. We'll play it. You'll love it. We're going to love it, all right? But, guys, make sure that you're back here tomorrow night, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the rap and spoken word artist Vega representing the Bronx. Can't wait. I feel like I've been in Southern Soul for the past two months, but <laughs> I got my people back in here with me tomorrow night, all right? So you can't uh, join us. Catch them on the playback. So, all right, guys, until tomorrow night, you all have an amazing night. It's a daily inspiration for everyone, for everyone. Entertainment news and daily inspiration for everyone, for everyone. Entertainment news and daily inspiration for everyone, for everyone. Entertainment news, daily inspiration for everyone, for everyone, yeah.